0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. all engine running liftoff, we have a lift off good afternoon we are the people movers and we are back again to talk about gordon murray's fantastic t50 supercar that will blow your mind ford gives us the mach one in a new way we'll see what we think about that and the most important topic outside the most important question the ford transit gets updates in 2021 but the most important question of the day jason how are you
1: Oh, it's a pleasure to be here with you today, Brian.
0: Always, always. Let's start right in the deep end of the pool. The thing we're excited about, rev videos. Who doesn't love rev videos, right? <laughs> I mean, it's the most exciting thing. We are children at the end of the day. Thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you get together and you listen to a sound and you all talk about how serious and scary it is. Well, we like it, this sound. It,
1: it's the most juvenile thing on earth when you put it that way. I mean, the whole yes. internet getting together to hear a motor flip <laughs> a couple times and then we all cheer Ooh, and talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we're, really a weird group.
0: We are a weird group, I will say, but It's a I,
1: special motor though we're going to talk about, right? I right. mean, what is it?
0: Well, we'll talk about this. The Gordon Murray designed T50, the guy who designed the McLaren F1 legend is coming back with a V12, small displacement, 3.9 liters in a supercar that's going to hit 12,100 RPMs. I mean, 12,000 RPMs <laughs> in a V12 Jason, come on.
1: I mean, if you don't like this, there's something wrong with you. There's Truly. something deeply wrong with your uh, there's it's something sad, missing in your life. Sad person. Uh, yeah, I so the first video I saw of it was the first fire of it, you know, and they only – they was limited to 4,500 RPMs, and you know, I don't know if these things go with as much drama as they used to. It seems to me like you'd be crossing your fingers and toes and all that, and these guys kind of just nod and clap quietly like it's a golf round or something when the engine fires. But did you see the one that went to 8K?
0: Yes, I did. I watched the one that went to 8 and I got goosebumps over it. And I, Same thing. Not much drama in the room, much drama on the internet of people watching it and being geeked out, excited about it. But I just love RPMs. I'm sorry. I love RPMs. I just really do. I, I'll never grow out of that. <laughs> I, At a young age, my brother and I like many cars. But, you know, if you grew up in the Honda community or the Mazda community or anything oh, like yeah. that. There's something about a motor just screaming through the tank. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. I remember my brother, my, our host here, our co-host, told me about an RX-7. He drove an RX-7 at his one of his first jobs at a, at a stereo shop. I almost said the name. Um, but he told me, Brian, uh, this car. At a stereo shop. Oh, no, that it was. was a different job. Oh, yeah. excuse me. I'm sorry. My apologies. But he told me, <laughs> this car just hit 10,000 RPMs, and I could not <laughs> even wrap my head around it. There's something about watching attack just run through it and the volume just screamed to these different echoes i mean i love it
1: those early rx7s had an interesting feature too they had mm. a rev siren only oh, car rev siren before. i love I'm that i'm not kidding so when you hit the rev limiter or the, it had no rev limiter when you hit the red it line it, on it didn't attack, bounce it, it go, just it would go ee- <laughs> in <the> car
0: <laughs> I said, was, like, <laughs> like was literally screaming. Help for, me! Get me out of here! Is exactly. What it was. <laughs> this God's not this, dead. This no. not dead. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, we didn't talk about RX-7s out here, but no, back, but to, either the right. yeah, back to
0: the yeah, Back to the revs of this. Sorry, <laughs> we but digress. we love RPM.
1: Uh, yeah, we, just anything with RPM. So we like especially V12s with super bike revs. That is yes. the top shelf of coolness. But it made me think one thing, Brian. What? Uh, you know, is this car in this generation where supercars are only as relevant as your newest cell phone, is this one going to be the daddy like the like the F1 was?
0: I'm going to go on the record and say that it's not going to be like if you if you quantified it like the F1 where it was like the speed king, you know what I mean? I don't it's not going to be that. You know, I think that game is fairly dead like Bugatti and all those other people have played that. But I will say if you break it down pound for pound, dollar for dollar, yes, I think it will be the father of all the children of super and hypercars because it's gonna have 2160 pounds, aka not much weight burdening in it to push it to stratospheric levels of grip and performance. And it's not gonna be hypercar priced. I mean, nowadays, we talked about this the other day. You could buy a McLaren P1, a Ferrari La Ferrari, a Porsche 918. For roughly what you would buy a current Koenigsegg, Pagani, some of these special things. Some of these brands you've never even heard of, like Draco. Have you heard of Draco and their GTE?
1: Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I am actually strangely familiar, you are with, familiar with Draco, but most also people very into obscure things on the internet with cars. So. I'm saying
0: flat out, for what you could buy most quote-unquote hypercars for, this thing is going to dominate the market in my opinion i think it has a lot of innovation because gordon murray does nothing but bring innovation i think it has nothing but great powerful partnerships and design cosworth building the motor i can't think of a name the aston the aston martin valkyrie is a cosworth built v12 that they're so excited about like i can't get more excited about a cosworth built v12
1: this does feel like like one of those 1970s super groups almost. You have Gordon Murray, you have Cosworth, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's r- it like really
0: does. Name. It is Cosworth, Cosworth Murray and Nash. An extract, an extract yeah, X- yeah. makes the gearbox an so arrow, gear an box. arrow. Yeah, extract, extract. One of the best manufacturers of a transmission in the world. But yeah, yeah
1: they're I, the Formula One supplier, as you know it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I have absolute highest hopes. Well, I take that back. I, I totally take one thing back. When I say it's not when I said it wasn't hypercar price tag, it is hypercar price tag. They're saying there's a track version, twenty five of them, that will cost two point five billion dollars. So it's totally, totally in that realm. But I still think for the overall numbers, the money, all, I think it's gonna be a game changer. I really
1: do. I truly feel like it's gonna be the final evolution for Oh, for internal combustion. Comes in. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, I a hundred I yeah, applaud that. I couldn't agree with that more. Like that is probably gonna be the last hurrah of innovation for internal combustion and then everything we see forward is going hybrid assist. A la
1: C sixty three. We don't want to talk about that. But either uh, way, we'll save that for another time.
0: Yeah, but when I'm feeling a little sick more and humble I have a bucket than... next to me. That's when we'll save it. When I have a big <laughs> yeah, bucket, exactly. so I can purge myself for it. But something more humble, Jason, we were Sad, and we don't even love Mustangs, but man, we talk about Ford a lot in this show. I'm gonna have to get a Ford tattoo with how much we talk about Ford, but I will say we were sad to see the GT350 and 350R go. I mean, I was. I mean,
1: well, it's a segment we talk about all the time because it's like we feel like it's the blue collar, you know, hero of performance cars, to be 100%. honest. Now, <laughs> neither of us admittedly have ever owned Mustangs, you know, I think we've said nope. that before on the show, but it is kind of the benchmark for that. Mm-hmm. You know, car that's affordable, that will give you what we'd call good thrills for the money.
0: I don't think you'll so, ever find two people that aren't Mustang owners that champion the Mustang more than you and I, as far as like, I'm just being honest. I say that yeah. as, and we, we do the same thing with like a Hellcat. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd physically spend my money on one, but man, for bang for the buck. I mean, performance back to GT, 460 horsepower, less than $40,000 all day. There's nothing Japanese you can get or German that's very equivalent.
1: Well, that's going to feel like that, too. I mean, that makes you right. want to
0: be dangerous, you know, like,
1: be like Richard Hammond, wear cowboy boots and chew gum, you know, like you <laughs> you're be that sc- cool all of a sudden. You want to be um, scary
0: a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But so, yeah, the death of the GT350, exactly. I got to be honest, Brian, I think they killed my hero of the lineup. There, I,
0: I, I hate to say it, even though it drinks oil like a man, like a diabetic drinking Diet Coke, I will say this thing it was my favorite mustang ever made ever 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 i mean we looked at it from the first time we really saw one close up at the new york auto show we saw a red one black stripes not even an r and that was maybe the perfect mustang i've ever seen yeah, and I, I i can't disagree i can't even say that i was fully on board with that front end when it came out You know, those lights like and stuff like that. I was like, eh, we'll see. No, they killed it. Even
1: beyond the body, though, it had so many cool bespoke parts. I mean, it had that bespoke motor, and it had big carbon wheels. I mean, it had a lot of real, that you couldn't get on any other Mustang. It may have had
0: the most enticing option list we've seen. You know, I mean, it wasn't, there was no nonsense options. It wasn't like, if you get this option, it projects a Shelby logo when you open the door. It was like, six speeds only, carbon fiber wheels, only Like, smack you in the face, throw you in the backseat options, which that is what we love.
1: Yeah, it, it it was very much the GT3 RS of the of the Ford right. range, I feel. You know, and that I mean, gosh, well, so even when I see one on the road now, I go,
0: "Ooh, right. like, that guy's cool," you know. I mean, even when I saw one getting loaded onto a flatbed right next to me at a stoplight, I still Perfect. was like, "Man, that's grabber orange right there. I like that." But either way, yeah. Yeah, but on that note, so
1: the, so the if, death of it really hurt us, I think.
0: Well, yeah, it, it hurt us, but that's what Fords here for, Jason. They're here to make you feel better. They're here to coddle you Wait. like a baby. And Say here we have the Mac One. It's going to be equally track oriented. It's going to feature many things that are trickle down from the GT 350, GT 500, 480 horsepower from the Bullet. That's not going to be what you'll get in this little Betty. But they're saying that it is going to be just a great mishmash of everything. But I'll say right out of the gate, and I think you'll agree with me, don't like the looks as much. do uh,
1: I'll say straight away, compared to the GT 350, looks are trash. Also, I feel like it's a wa- such a watered down car. I mean, I, 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 it's I wouldn't I go that far. I think quick, it's... don't get me wrong, but it's a parts bin car to be cheaper. I that's, feel I that's mean, what I was going
0: to say though. Is traditionally this is what's shocking about this conversation. I meant to say this at the start of it. You and I traditionally like well executed parts bin car. This seems like a fairly well executed parts bin car. The only major difference I can see from this. No Voodoo V eight, no oil munching V eight. I mean, you get the Coyote, you get a lot of power. Yeah,
1: but I think I'm think I'm right in saying with the Voodoo, you got dry sump oiling and stuff like that too. I mean, really well, real hard. You also track got a
0: one off, like not one off, but you got a flat, plain, unique, you know, V eight like that was just hard and it had a great name like voodoo voodoo Voodoo. Voodoo who do your voodoo exactly (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) uh, um but i mean
1: to that end i mean this one does seem to appeal to a broader array i mean it doesn't have the power of the voodoo it's like what 40 horse down on the voodoo yeah um but you can get this one with ford's frankly, brilliant 10-speed automatic. Yes, you can. So, you can also get it with
0: cool the GT500's uh, rear toe links, the diffuser, the rear axle cooler. I mean, there's a lot of things. The proud announcement. I think actually, all that
1: stuff's like optional now, though. That kind of Jason, stuff game like, on the gt Yeah, no,
0: no, no. It's going to be an option on the Mac 1. But I'll, I'll say this. Jason, you and I can celebrate this as former... <laughs> young video game enthusiasts, fine aviation simulators. I tell you, you can appreciate this. You know what date they released this on? The pride announcement of Ford celebrates oh, the they, 70th. Uh, in- I,
1: knowing the name of it, uh, i was going to say they released it on the anniversary of Chuck Yeager's groundbreaking sept- 1947 <laughs> flight. 73rd anniversary North of Chuck Mach Yeager.
0: One, yep, we there know we know go. Oh man, go for it. I'm not going to lie. I that know my We're history. way too old. Anybody <laughs> listening in that age bracket, you better be happy. And if not, I'm going. To be really upset because we are stretching on yeah. that. And that made me that's happy. A, that's a really good nod. That's Ford. really good for October 14th, 1947, yeah. when they broke yeah. when Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier, but they announced it. I mean, come on, that's yeah, really no, great. That player it. man, that yeah. makes it's Dodge. Cool that works. makes you know what? You know what? That makes me think of. That makes me want Dodge to spend the money to reinvest in an island where they recreate dinosaurs. <laughs> and then have an actual T Rex that they like, you know, like take on they with their genetically
1: and, engineered yeah. from mosquitoes.
0: Seriously, what a letdown! Like amber frozen DNA. I mean, really, really exactly. man, forward up the well, game right as there. Just the
1: tourists get off the helicopter; they're <laughs> expecting to the see Brontosaurus, and here comes the T
0: Rex. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I man, what a missed opportunity there, T Rex. You Should have bought an island off Hawaii. But either way, still more Ford talk, more Ford talk. I do well. This is really funny, Jason. We can answer this question right now. And I mean, well, I'm going to say own. And I mean own. That means okay. your own money. How many okay. Fords have you owned? I wish I had the Price is Right song queued up right now. but
1: um, And
0: by that, I mean the game show you grew up watching. No copyright.
1: None. I don't, I don't think I've ever owned a Ford, to be honest.
0: Bingo. boom la bingo I will say <laughs> that. <laughs> I think,
1: well, I've owned a lot of cars. Owned well, we've
0: owned a lot of cars. and You've never physically owned a Ford. Now we're talking commuter, anything. None. Search You've your mind. Nope, all right. One for me. One for me, and it was a fantastic is experience. Is it a
1: Mustang Bullet. No, it a... was
0: a heart racing experience that had rally okay. heritage. It would give you okay. all the feel. I like it. Yeah, who wouldn't?
1: Escort Osworth, it. is that what we're talking about here? 1988
0: base model Escort, manual transmission. Still had an upshift light based <laughs> on economy. Still, in my opinion, a rally light. Four-door, sloped back. One of the oh, best vehicles ever. Feedback, huh? And nice. of course, I named it. Desiree, because it was my private dancer. That's right. That's right. Desiree, right there. was it a good car? Though? No, that wasn't Desiree. Excuse me, that was Tina. My fault. Tina was uh, my Neil Diamond mobile. I'm so sorry, Tina. Desiree, <laughs> excuse me. Tina was my escort. Desiree was my Neil Diamond mobile. I'm so sorry, Tina. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, white escort, seventy seven thousand virtual miles for nine hundred dollars, and it was exquisite, Jason. So maybe we should go buy more Fords. Okay. Well.
1: Good to know. Top tip. If you can get your hands on a little old lady only drove it to church escort, sweep it up.
0: Well, I'm telling you, the next topic, though, Jason's never owned a Ford with his own money, but his company provides him with a Ford that's similar to this money, a Ford Transit for his daily vehicle. And we've both grown to love it, minus the backup sound. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the backup sounds a little annoying. (laughs) It's a work vehicle, but if you're in the market for a Transit. I hate to
1: go from Ford onto Ford here, but (laughs) this is actually like a really – I mean, I think it's probably like the hottest thing going right now as far as trends that are going in the automotive world. So everybody's seen hashtag van life, life. all these cool people, these cool, neat people that are out living their best life on the The best Instagram feed you've ever
0: seen that just makes you hate your day job.
1: Yeah, exactly. Makes you just wish you chose a different path. And so... You know, Ford, honestly, I got to say, man, Ford is so good at reading the market trends in real time right now. So are the anti-Chevy,
0: basically, right? What's that? They're the anti-Chevy, if you will.
1: No, I think this is even better. This is the punch in the gut to Mercedes. Oh, no, so without question. Really, they're going the straight after the of Sprinter. Of Van life has yeah. exactly been the Mercedes Sprinter 4x4. Yes. That's been the one. And so now, for the 2021 model year, Ford is bringing out not only all-wheel drive for the for, for the transit from factory, Amazing. but it's also bringing an array of options to make it basically a ready-to-go camper minus yeah. your interior. They were showing so, uh,
0: earlier like a from factory overlander, right?
1: Yeah, and it is cool. I mean, it's basically they're making— um, like a, a van, you know, a van living type package from the factory. I, they haven't released pricing on it to my knowledge yet, but basically it's coming with everything you'd want. You know, it's ready for power. It's got all wheel drive. It's got all the things you want. And Brian, your favorite feature of all
0: radar guided cruise control cruise control. There we yes, go. Exactly. There we go. I'm sorry so, to talk over you. Go on.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. So I saw that. I'm like, well, when I saw it I was going, well that's basically the way I would kit one out. And full disclosure, I've honestly kind of thought about buying a van. I, <laughs> I, I,
0: I mean, I'm not, not going to lie. This is time in it, but, This might yeah, be the of. most the most serious estimate of how old we've gotten that we're not excited about in my opinion. The the car that popped to mind was a Mitsubishi Lancer Evo 7 FQ400. That raw, that level of raw. Now we are excited about do we get the overland option? And the home option on the van that I'm looking at—I can't believe we've aged this much, but I agree. I would definitely choose this over a Sprinter, a hundred percent.
1: I mean, well, and that's what I was saying because you know you can have that serviced anywhere, anywhere parts are available, and how close is Ron
0: Pratt, huh? Right up. But it makes
1: me wonder, Brian. What are we? is this a pandemic fad that we're living in right now mm. or is this fool vanning again <laughs> in the 1970s? Keep on trucking brother. I don't, you know, I, are we...
0: <laughs> I don't think I have the rim shot queued up. Otherwise I would say, uh, I can't really say considering you bought a, uh, a Rubicon gladiator and I bought a Tacoma TRD during a pandemic. I really can't answer that question <laughs> until about one year later. Sorry. Yeah, sir. well, I'm going to back off of... that one until a year from now where I can give you an honest answer. I don't know.
1: I have to admit, I am smitten by it. I do like to camp and stuff yes. like that. And I think it doesn't make a how, neat option because I How have many miles family.
0: have you used your adventure vehicle? And that's what I'd say to people that are considering this. How many miles have you used yours in the time you've owned it, which was from what, May? Correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I bought the Jeep in April.
0: And okay. Uh, and how many miles are we talking?
1: Um, several thousand because I've taken it to Yellowstone. So like three or four um,
0: thousand? Several thousand?
1: Yeah, I'd say, I mean, I've used it doing adventure things. For, no, no, how many total miles least, have you put on so far? Yeah. Oh, 11,000 miles. That's what I'm saying. Right now, something like that. Our I'm taco sure.
0: truck, purchased a month later from you, is getting ready to crack 10. My Abarth, yeah. that I bought brand new in 2013, died with 15 on the odometer. Actually, 14888, uh, if I'm giving it a real. Rest in peace, R.I.P. Abarth. Yeah. But I'll say that. I do like the appeal of something that where it's like it beckons you to use it besides just putting your foot down. I can't believe I've gotten that old to where I'm saying that. But I really dig something that actually is like put miles on me because you have purpose to use it. I think that's really cool. And honestly, that's why I love that transit. Hit me with it. All wheel drive. Let's insulate one and make a monkey traveling rig. And by that mean, Honda monkeys, you know, go around the country and just deploy our bikes. You could sleep in it. I, I love that.
1: I thought you were talking about the exotic animal trade for a second. No, I would
0: stuff. not transport actual physical monkeys to anybody <laughs> listening in my transit van. I would transit <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Honda monkeys a 2019 here. ABS and a 2019 non ABS. Those would, would be in there. Don't run my plate. We got a minute. Yeah,
1: I, I love the idea, like you said, of having your little home on wheels yes. with your motorbike that you could just deploy when the time is right. So, so I, I'm I'm interested to see, you know, how those. Let me ask you that grow from the factory.
0: Let me ask you that. Is that the next people movers investment? We got about a 45 seconds left here, Jason. Maybe that's the next people movers investment. We get the travel rig. We travel, enjoy cars, but we bring our bikes. What do you think of that?
1: And, you know, you're describing a perfect scenario there to me. I, uh, I could definitely see that happening. I know the people movers has some big adventures planned. Yes, indeed. You know. There'll definitely be some rig changes to accommodate these.
0: So. I mean, at the end of the day,
1: stay tuned. Watch yes, this if it ends this. up
0: being hashtag van life, I'm all about it because we will be moving things from us to you all over the country. I got to say, flat out, that might be the next venture, Jason. Maybe that's our first real dig for everybody. We convert ourselves a van, even if it's not a transit. I mean, a people hey. movers mover, if you will. <laughs> yeah, people movers movers. Yeah, well, you let us know. We're at we are the people movers on instagram.com and thank you for listening to us today we're going to be back again with many things all the automotive industry trends we got some motorcycle news coming up we got some adventures coming up and we hope you check them all out please like subscribe follow us on instagram look at us on spotify or any other place you get your podcast we always want you to pursue the things that move you and as always be good to one another we will see you soon